Welcome back to all our listeners, and I pray that the first part of my interview with Judah, that you were blessed. And now, let us see and let us hear what his answer was when I asked him, what is the biggest troubles that we Christians face? Okay, here is the second part, and I pray blessings on you as you listen to it. And I pray that if you haven't accepted Christ, that you will after listening to the wonderful testimony that he's about to share with us. What is one of the biggest struggles you think in being a Christian? That's a great question. I want to say one more thing. I'm sorry I keep oh, answering, I saying something no, first and then answering. Yeah. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is so in this right now. You're saying, you just said things that I was thinking. I was like, I need to share this. Like, like it, it's just so crazy how God is at work in this and how God is anointed this very moment out of his love for us and his love for your viewers, those others. See, I want to speak to that person right now who feels hopeless, depressed, suicidal. Man, maybe you even put together a suicidal plan. No, God's saying, stop. He says, I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. I love you, my, maybe maybe that person, you might be confused about what your gender is. No, no, no. God made you in his beautiful images and he loves you and he wants to transform your life. Don't do that thing that you feel like doing. That's a lie from the devil. Be gone, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Your life has value and his life is worth living. This is your sign from Jesus. Surrender your life. And that was just, the, praise God right there. That was not even what I wanted Amen. to say. That's just the, know, that, that, that is, is the Holy amazing. Spirit. God is good. And I'm so yes. pumped. And I'm not saying it like, I'm not over here just making things up. It's like, no, the Lord is using us right now. Is the vessel to reach you. He loves you that much. And he has a plan for you. And though you might think that, man, I've lived an amazing life and I've done all these things. And I promise you, he has more for you. And he is better. And his better might look better. Look, his, his better, God's better, might look different than your better. But his way is better. His way is truly better. His is the fulfilling path. But his way is better. His way is truly better. His is the fulfilling path. And he loves you. God loves you. And that's where I go back to the next thing that, that which you just said, is the way people view God. And I think there's two things that popped in my mind is one, I think sometimes people just view God as like, as that rich, rich, rich guy stroking a check. And so we're just trying to rob God's wallet. (laughs) Like, like, like we're just trying to, we, all we want to do is get in his wallet and, and, and get his blessings and his provision but we don't actually want him. I think there's someone, you're listening to this right now, and that's you. You want his blessings, but you don't want him. But let me promise, let me tell you something. The giver is better than the giving. The blesser is better than the blessing. The healer is better than the healing. And you might have lower back pain. I feel like that right now, that the Holy Spirit saying, someone's got a lower back pain right now. And you know what? Be gone in the name of Jesus. You have no place there. Let your healing power remove the slip disc from their back. And your healing power flow down their spine, through their back, their hips, into their legs, and be healed right now in the name of Jesus. And as you receive this healing right now, and as that pain is leaving, let me promise you this, the healer is still better than the healing. Man, you might be jumping, oh my gosh, God just healed me. Let me promise you this. He healed you, but he also healed 10 lepers once. People with these disgusting skin diseases, and only one came back. You might have received, you, you, I believe you've received healing right now, but are you going to come back? Are you, gonna, are you just going to want the blessing? Are you just going to want his provision, his healing, but you don't want the actual one who is the provider and the blesser, the one who is the healer? No, I promise you, he is what life is all about. He is the one to surrender our lives to, and he loves you. That's how we view God sometimes, but I hope that's, I hope that's making sense.
Yes, and like what we said, we are we are being led by the Holy Spirit with our conversation, and I know I could feel it too. So, whose teaching has influenced you the most to become the person you are today? That's an awesome question. I'm glad to share it because there's some men of God that, though I've never met them, their teachings have just blessed me so much and helped shape me into the man that I am. One of them, uh, he's a controversial guy, and some people don't necessarily agree with him, but. I have to be honest, teachings do align with the word. And maybe he said some charismatic things sometimes that you're like, okay, I can see what he was saying. But uh, overall, he's a, root, a sound word guy. And it's his name's Todd White. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Yeah, so Todd White, uh, he's this guy, when you look at him, he is not what you think a preacher looks like. He's got dreads. He's got, uh, he's got, he's wearing those toe shoes that you run in while preaching, like totally. But, but, but God set his life free from all this stuff. And he was a big foundation of pouring and pouring just these re- these revelation and God's truth in uh, as I watched a lot of YouTube. And, and another big one is uh, John Bevere. And uh, John Bevere's teachings, uh, and, and these teachings, when I say teachings, this is, all, the, all man's teachings should push you back to the word of God. Don't follow, don't, don't, even, don't even say you follow a teacher. We follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, we listen to teachings, but our teacher is God and his word. And so... Sometimes in our culture, we're so obsessed with the words of man, the words of woman, but we need to be obsessed with the word of God and take all the things that we learn in church and from sermons and this podcast and go right into God's word with it. Because you can, what this podcast and talking to us and this, it's like dessert, but the, the meat is the word of God. Yes, have the dessert, have the sweets, have the treats, but make sure you're feasting on the meat, which is the word of God as your main priority above all sermons and podcasts and books. And I say that as an author. Of course, I want you to buy my book, but no, I'd rather you have the word of God. That's the point of my book. That's the point of who I am is to push people into God's word. And so John Bevere is one of them. Uh, Russell Johnson, he's a newer guy, uh, popped up at a church called the Pursuit Northwest or NW. God is bringing revival through that, through that church. And then lastly, John Osteen, uh, it's the father, the, the, the late father of Joel Osteen. John Osteen, man of God on fire. Literally, I never, he, he, this man was so old and yet so full of the fire of God and the Holy Spirit. And, and now he has been, I think he's been in heaven since before I was even born or shortly after. And yet his teachings are only like 20 to 25 minutes and fire you up just to live for Jesus and to destroy hell daily. Uh, and then I'll even say one more, Tim Tebow. Love that guy. Love his lack oh, of yeah. comfort. I love that he doesn't compromise. I love that he's just so on fire for the Lord and has been so consistent over the years. So uh, I hope that can be guys that can that can bless you. And even, you know, another one, Lisa Bevere, John Bevere's wife, great as well. There's a lot of great lady teachers out there too. And the whole point is all just to love Jesus and point people to him and his word. I might make you think with this one. Okay. Like I said, I just thought about it. I haven't forgotten the question. So there are so many, we talk about this really um, good preachers that we could listen to. I also have several that I followed, you know, just like you, that just one, because I loved hearing. And like we talk about, there are so many false preachers and, yeah. and the right preacher. And like I says, if it says what's in the Bible, it teaches you the true thing that's yeah. in the Bible. It is true because sadly, it's a lot of people get lost with it. So back to my question before I, I yeah. <laughs> I get lost again. There's so many characters in the 
Bible. If you can pick one character in the Bible, who would you pick that you can relate to that could be similar to your life? You could compare to your life. Who is that Bible character that reminds you of you and why? That's a great question. The first one that pops to my mind is Paul. And more so not for his, you know, religious past of how he was like, a, a like, like this basically, you know, this guy should have seen that God was right there, but he was, you know, persecuting his people. I, it's not that part that I relate with, but just that his passion for the Lord and yet needing to receive God's grace. Like I so relate with the verses that say I'm the chief of sinners and I'm over here. It's like, Hey, you might be saying, I'm not over here saying I'm perfect. Like, man, I've even had a hard day today. And I thank God for his grace. And I thank God for the times when I was short with people and the times when I didn't love people like Jesus. But you know what? When I repent and I turn to him and I say, God, forgive me. I'm so sorry. That's not how I meant to act. He still receives me and he still uses me. I feel so privileged to be used by God. And so I think that's one of the reasons I, why I relate with Paul. You know, I say Peter because he screwed up a lot. You know what? Oh, I yeah, have I love to. Jesus still chooses us, right? And so I relate with Peter in that way. But I think Paul is what what, what I think I is who I think I that I relate most with in that way. Yeah. Yeah, I love Paul because like it's just amazing, especially if you're reading the the Philipp the book of Philippians. He's getting persecuted and all of these things off like, okay, Lord, should I die or should I still leave so I could, you yeah. know, so I could give my testimony to other people and do Bible study there with a lot of people there. It's just amazing. And Peter, yeah, Peter, a lot of people could relate. He's kind of like maybe somebody's friend who don't even think what they're going to say. They just burn it out and they just say it yeah. and they too, you know, without yeah. thinking. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I also want to ask, so what made you decide to be an evangelist and also to write a book? I hope and I know for sure that if you were blessed listening to the first part, that you are also blessed listening to the wonderful testimony of Judah. And stay tuned and make sure that you always stay connected with us. You follow us. And let us know if you have any questions. You could either ask me or Judah any questions that you may have about our conversation or any comment would be greatly appreciated as well. And now let us reflect and listen to this music, which is sponsored by Spotify. Thank you again to our Spotify. And enjoy and always stay blessed and always remember, come to Jesus daily. Until next time. You ready, man? Okay. Yeah, looking out my window, feeling the crescendo, sunset on a quiet sea. Sitting with the ones that I'll forever love, we're waiting on a flash of green. And even when the nights got cold, you have always held me close. You're the only rock that I could ever stand on You're the only one for me The sun goes up, the sun comes down This whole world keeps spinning round I'm here traveling down this long and winding road Seasons come, the seasons go They take me high, then leave me low But I'm still standing on the only rock I know you're my cornerstone oh, 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 no matter where I go My cornerstone
side, sweating through a long night, wrestling the hounds of shame. Trying to turn her hands back on a troubling past, every move I make's in vain. But even in the shifting winds, you are who you've always been. You're the only rock that I could ever stand on, through it all you remain. The sun goes up, the sun comes down, this old world keeps spinning round. I'm here traveling down this long and winding road, this winding road. Your seasons come, the seasons go, and take me high, then leave me low. But I'm still standing on the only rock I know. You're my cornerstone.